And welcome to the Monday Night Scores, the wrestling podcast covering the epic battle for rating supremacy between WWF Raw and WCW Monday Nitro. This week, it's our one-year anniversary, and so we asked ourselves the immortal question, what does everybody want? And the answer was obvious. No, not the Al Snow thing. I'd probably get us arrested. Clearly what everyone (laughs) wants is a clip show. (laughs) Yeah! (laughs) And we'll start by introducing ourselves. I'm one of your hosts, my name is Steve, and I am, as always, joined by a man who in the year since we've been doing the Monday Night Scores has bought over £3,000 worth of software solely so that he can read and accept all of the terms and conditions agreements. It's the one and only Nick Picker, Jim. <laughs> all right, Jim. Uh, um, stellar, stellar intro for the, for the one-year anniversary there. Just keeping everyone updated on what you've been up to. That's all <laughs> it is. And I'm also joined by our third and final host, whose childhood love, as Estardo Enmarcado, <laughs> you've been framed, means that he loves a clip show almost as much as he loves paella. <laughs> it's the one and only last Liam. <laughs> Hi, Liam. All right, lads. Well, we'd best get into it, and on with the clip show. But in some foreshadowing for later on, this isn't just any clip show. This is the Hulk Hogan Homnibus, sorry, TMNS Anniversary Clip Show. Why? Well, it's very simple. As our regular listeners will know, we started this podcast because growing up, the three of us only really watched or had access to WWF Monday Night Raw. And so we missed an entire half of the Monday Night Wars. And using the magic of the WWE Network, we decided to go back and re-watch the wars in their entirety. See what we've missed from the lads in the WCW Monday Nitro trenches, and whether the WWF high spots were as good as we remember, and the low lights just as bad. One key general in the WCW Army was the USA-made, red and yellow wearing, brother suffixed promo spitting, level one smackdown game, leg drop finishing... Handlebar moustache and tie-dye banner sporting wrestling titan Hulk Hogan. So, going back to see him lead the charge on Nitro would surely be one of the highlights as we discovered Nitro for the first time, right? Well, it didn't quite turn out like that. So this episode will be a run-through of some of our most ridiculous, funniest and silliest Hulk Hogan moments of discovery. And by heck, we had some crackers. But before we hit play on the Hulk Hogan homnibus clips... What have been the standout moments for you, lads? Hey, what I really like there, Steve, is your uh, your suggestion that we have regular listeners. <laughs> 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 the best bit about that entire spiel. If Hogan has free reign to just have artistic license and poetic license to do what he wants, so do we. <laughs> when you think about what we've covered in the last year, what are the 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 prime cuts of Hogan's steak? that jump out when you relive it hey, when we st- I was thinking about this quite a lot I had to do with this and I think the one that really that really stuck with me was do you remember that one where he went to um, like Venice Beach or somewhere and he's, he's <laughs> there with the <laughs> with, with, with <laughs> the absolute death of society and the uh, on the pier or something Everyone's drunk. It's like 11 in the morning. Yeah. The he's, he's dragged Macho Man along with him as well, hasn't he? <laughs> no, poor Macho. No. I've had a cracking it's idea, a... Macho. Is <laughs> that a bit, as you'll hear in the clip, in the not too distant, where Liam's like, that wasn't the first time that bloke has seen Hulk Hogan and Macho Man that morning. <laughs> totally. What were they thinking? And there's that bloke playing the guitar. Yeah, that's, that's the scariest guitar. bit of that. Isn't it weird? It's a guy uh, yeah. playing the guitar on the rollerblades. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the fact that that made uh, you know that made national TV at the time is is mind boggling, really. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely scandalous. I can't get past Moose Fast. Like oh, that, Christ. that Jesus. It was pre-recorded. <laughs> <laughs> How did that make it? He says moose fast. 
They've gone all the effort of getting a Zorro mask and a sword and a set and all the rest of it. And they can't go, do that again, Hulk, because move fast is what you're trying to say. And what you actually came <laughs> out with was moose fast. I was going to say, what did he mean to say? Maybe just move fast. He was trying to say, move fast, move swift, and bring me the head of men. That was the oh, line. Silver platter right? that he kept saying. And he said, moose fast. There's so many warning signs in that promo. Uh, you've got the mask, the sword, the uh, the, the stubble that he's he's, he's he's drawn onto his face, and, oh, and that's all. That's all before he opens his mouth and you know messes up the line. Oh, oh God. Christ! Oh, it was so, it was like but this weird kind of combo of like they'd gone for a really arty segment where it was all moodily lit. <laughs> I mean, all right, it looks something like some of CBBS, right? But they've got all this bother and they slow zoom out <laughs> where you see, you start on the sword and you know, what the fuck is this? Oh, Tolkien, oh. Tolkien pretending he's Zorro, right? <laughs> and he's trying to talk and what he thinks is like, you know, archaic English. <laughs> move fast, move swift. Who's he talking to? You know what I mean? Insane. Oh man, yeah, that was that's that's got to be it for me. That and just the <laughs> the abysmal in-ring action quality <laughs> of it. Like, how is this bloke the face of a company, the face of the industry? Yeah. He's so bad in the ring. His clotheslines where he just presses yeah. you lightly on the on the chest <laughs> with two hands. <laughs> it's pathetic. I think absolutely unbelievable. What I haven't been able to to get my head around is even from the word go with with. Um, Monday Nitro when we, when we kick things off in the uh, the Mall of America um, <laughs> and, uh, and the whole pasta mania yeah the whole pasta mania <laughs> movement oh, I mean that was with the <laughs> just yeah, I just I was speechless watching that and then I just loved the fact and we mentioned it at the time I loved the, the fact that the kids sandbag him as well when he, he, he's asking <laughs> he's asking for like a really decent response from them I'll just leave him hanging. But I thought that it was like, this was like the birth of a brand, right? They were doing Hulk Hogan food stuff. We haven't heard of it again. You know what I mean? Like, they made this massive thing. They've given up a good chunk of airtime on the first ever episode of Nitro. I thought, well, they're launching a separate, you know, a separate line here. But no, they just had a... What was the long-term gain? Absolutely not. Exactly, yeah. It's just made poor Jimmy R having to be caught up in that as well. He's sitting in the middle, like, holding the belt. Everyone thinks he's a child. It's it's bad. So so that, 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 from the start, was... Was a concern. It was, it was a it was, it was a warning sign, and then uh, the, the the whole monster truck throwing the giant <laughs> off the uh, the top of, of of that building. in I think it was Detroit, and then just casually, just the giant just casually walking back in like ten minutes later. Like, what were you <laughs> no, thinking? Though? Like, what is going on? <laughs> They've got this thing. Yeah, the, the, the thing itself was awful. I get the, the thing I'd forgotten about. They had co-drivers. Like, oh, all this yeah, thing yeah. built up like it was going to be this like destruction derby. Them going fly, welded them together and had co-drivers. And so basically, these two things just doing donuts. The footage was on a loop as well, if we remember rightly. <laughs> just the same thing after and over and over again. <laughs> Hogan just angrily turning a yeah. steering wheel that was in no way connected to the wheels. It was oh, just awful. Built up for weeks. Monster truck off. Oh, what were they doing? Absolutely. It's just, I mean, diabolical, wasn't it? It really was, and to be, you know, to be surprised by it every every time, and to be disappointed by every time, it's 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 really on us. A year in, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah, true. We're disappointed as if we're expecting something. <laughs> all, you know, all, all evidence has just told us <laughs> to stop doing that. And the thing is, if if you look if you look at the timeline of what what we've seen so far with with Hogan. Um, and we we said it constantly, haven't we? Like he can do whatever he wants creatively. I mean, I use that term loosely, like, but he, he can do what he wants. I don't know. The moose fast dungeon segment yeah. was pretty creatively. Yeah. <laughs> Props department. Like he's recorded that, that 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 promo, and there must have been people sat there thinking, oh, "This is this is you know, this can't go out." <laughs> there has to have been. There has to have been. I think for all of the segments. <laughs> and, and Hogan Hogan is just like, no, no, let's run with this. <laughs> the um, the thing that I think again it was a real surprise of how uh, sort of twee and naff it was 
The fact we've heard the term best friend oh. and best friends used. <laughs> we must be in triple figures. Like, what are we talking about? Like, this is like playground squabbles. Well, he was my best friend, no. but he isn't now, so I'm going I'm to have a fight with him. Like, what are you talking about? You're Hulk Hogan. <laughs> <laughs> You're an icon. You should have best friends. <laughs> you should have people who are trying to be you and people who are trying to knock you off the no. mountain. That's it. Not best R- friends. Running with an idea, like, as if anyone cares of, like, who Hogan's best friend really is. <laughs> Including Hogan, clearly. You know. Why is that such a big story? <laughs> <laughs> well, without any further ado, let's take a listen to some of our favourite moments involving the Hulkster so far on the Monday Night Scores. Roll the tape! Anyway, after this, we head to a break. When we come back, and after some more comedy-establishing shots of the shopping centre escalators in action, we head to a segment that I cannot believe does not live in wrestling infamy. How have I not heard of this before? Eric Bischoff on comms tells us that earlier he caught up with the WCW heavyweight champion Hulk Hogan. And as the package starts, we discover that Hulk isn't somewhere you'd probably expect. The gym? No. His dressing room? No. Muscle Beach? No. Where is he? He's surrounded by kids in what looks like a McDonald's rip-off diner selling more carbs than you can shake a stick at, and it's called Pasta Mania. <laughs> Pasta Mania. It uh, you can't just shove anything before Mania and make... Anyway, anyway. In the foreground, oh. Bischoff is holding a mic, and he, and he fights his way... He fights his way, alarmingly forcefully, in my, in my humble opinion, through the kids to the yellow vest and orange bandana-clad Hulk Hogan. He shoves the mic in Hulk's face and Hulk delivers a cheesy-as-you-like promo about his upcoming bout with Big Bubba Rogers tonight here on Nitro. He asks the kids, Who's the greatest wrestler in the world? Muted high pitch. Hulk Hogan. Really, 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 like, just flat. He says he's going to beat Big Bubba because he's lean after eating all this pasta. Pretty sure that's not a health food, Hulk. Yeah, that's not how it works. That's not how it is. It's a carbohydrate, right? He's going to be bloated. This is what I thought. Big chance for Bubba here later on, isn't it? If he's going to be... Uh... He's totally misunderstood the concept of carbo loading, isn't he? He really has. You don't eat as much uh, carbohydrates just before you uh, you go out and do smack <laughs> yeah, that's it. He's, he's had tons of pasta, therefore he's lean. Ridiculous. He fires a nutritionist after this, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Well, even even amongst like elite endurance athletes, pasta mania has never been like a, a movement amongst yeah, them. It's is not, it? not corn. I've never heard of Mo Farah going like, "Well, I'd like to thank Hulk Hogan, obviously, because <laughs> yeah. otherwise, yeah. Yeah. unbelievable." Introducing the idea to me. Yeah, shocking. Uh, in the background, Hulk's belt is being held aloft by a small child, barely managing to get it in frame behind the carbohydrate and E number flogging champ. But, oh shit! It's not a kid. It's the mouth of the South, Jimmy Hart, who's sporting a headache-inducing style. Stars and stripes painted tan suit jacket. It's and horrendous. It's awful. He's holding <laughs> Gogan's belt. You can't really see him in shot, and you see him a bit. It's like, oh, come on. He looks pathetic. He's living life. Oh, he really is. Hogan goes on to say he's putting the title on the line tonight and with Pastamania running through his brain, eh, he's going to win <laughs> as, as all his Pastamaniacs tear their WCW shirts off and then he's going to give Big Bubba a dose of his Hulkaroos and points to the menu. I don't know what they are. Hulkaroos? Hulkaroos. Was that a dish? Maybe, yeah. Like Puttaneshka... Carbonara. <laughs> yeah. And Hulkaroos. then Hulkaroos. Yeah, I think it's pasta and kangaroo meat. I, I guess. Um, and then he's going to body slam him after giving him a dose. Hulk caps off this travesty segment by asking kids, what you going to do, but gets no response. So answers his own question with, all right. It was yeah, so the, uh, bad. <laughs> the local tumbleweed uh, merchants would have had a field there, though, wouldn't they? <laughs> <laughs> Literally answered his own question. <laughs> Terrible. Oh, oh, man. Fair play to those kids. They've actually had him over there. Super. Skewered the WCW world. They've been squeezed into this tiny shop. Come on, let's do this promo for us. So, Jim, we then have a promo. We've got Mean Gene. He's out and about. He's got his shades on. He's outside. Enter Hulk on a Harley, Jim. Fucking hell, he hasn't even gone to the trouble of getting a yellow and red at the matches. Get up, but there's, there's like a, a, a small bunch of fans. He's doing his, you know, textbook, typical yeah. stock Hulk promo. 
And then we get full soap opera, Jim. Jesus wept. Then enters a monster truck <laughs> that runs over Hulk Harley with, with, with Hulk and the crowd and Mean Gene, and he can't move quickly, somehow getting away just in the nick of time with some really dodgy editing. Like, you can see oh, the distance of the... Because we we've got a camera somehow, Jim, on top of the monster truck as well. How did that get there? You know mm. what I mean? Like... Anyway, and we, it turns out it's Giant driving it, Jim. Gi- the Giant, Andre's kid, supposedly. Andre's lad. Is driving where he's got this, where he's acquired this monster truck. I mean, one might say, you know, that's his usual ride because he won't fit in normal cars, big lad. But where's he got this thing? He comes in, Hulk sort of obviously got out of the way, then starts pathetically hammering on the door with his fists, at which point he grabs him at one point because Giant's arms out the window and he sort of, oh, and realises I can really easily hit him, grabs him and he just sort of pulls him in yeah, again while he's doing this pathetic Giant, <laughs> like, fee-fi-fo-fum laugh. I liked how he kept... Um rolling over so he's, he's crushed the Harley oh Harley's gone and then he, and he goes back over over, over time and time times. again I thought it was his target all along like, gonna... <laughs> no not Hulk <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. which is clearly what he's going for yeah <laughs> absolute shite we've descended into full soap opera we then get a package of a four, of the four brawl recap so we see Giant entering the double cage gym and he's super athletic he leaps over the ropes I, I couldn't, I couldn't believe it was very impressive it. to say the least given that what you used to see him yeah. Like in the modern day. Exactly, he's, like uh, him to just dance over the... I mean, and, you know, double cage, you know, big cage with two rings and he's jumped over two sets of ropes. I was just like, bloody hell. Um, he then does a really, really poor choke on Hulk that looked terrible. Like, yeah. But then he does what looked brilliant, like a neck snap on Hulk, which actually looks great, but it doesn't work at all, does it? Because it'd kill you. It would kill him. Like, he's dead. That doesn't work in it would now, it'd be, yeah, It would be a serious police matter now. Is, it, would, it, it would have killed Hulk Hogan on, on live paper. That athletic giant's just killed a man. <laughs> <laughs> doesn't work, does it? The Asheville thousands of, of, of witnesses. The Asheville Civic Centre is dark as day. <laughs> National treasure at the time. Hulk Hogan killed in the middle of the ring. <laughs> Awful. Murdered on so, live paper. Yeah, brilliant. Doesn't work. Then, <laughs> fuck me, this is very hard to describe. I'm going to do my best. This is a promo from Hulk Hogan, who was in the hospital last week. He's now out of the hospital. He, we cut to Hogan in this room, this nondescript bland room, where, from what I can tell, this has been done in all seriousness, given that Hogan is the top guy. We're in, we're in the changing rooms, wherever we may be. And Hogan's oh. wearing a neck brace. Yeah. He is bent over. <laughs> and Jimmy Hart is spotting for him. This is the, I'm describing it as best I can. Yeah, no. I'm, I doubt I'll do this justice, but I'm describing it as best I can because this was, this was difficult. Jimmy Hart is spotting for him. Hogan is then not extending his back fully... In a, he was kind of bending his legs and going up and down. So his back and neck didn't, didn't nothing changed. He was just going, I don't yeah. understand what this was strengthening. Sorry. He's got the title belt yeah. across his neck, implying he's carrying a serious, you know, a hell of a weight on his neck here, his injured neck, but he's still working out. Why would you injure the neck? Why would you then exercise the neck? A week after or two weeks after? Well, if you need a neck brace, surely exercise is definitely ruled out. Of course it is, because it's straight away off the menu. Do not. And surely a neck brace is there to restrict movement. So he's there going, I'm going to, like, you're just, you're defeating the object here, aren't you? The whole thing was just so, so insane. And and Hart is holding it the whole time anyway, so any weight that was (laughs) there isn't there. And he hasn't legitimately got a neck injury. So (laughs) why is he doing it? And again, another thing, a belt can fasten. So he could have undone the belt, <laughs> fastened it round his neck, and gone from there. He doesn't need Jimmy Hart to hold doesn't. the flattened belt. Correct. Correct. In that, bizarre in the extreme. Uh, but so, it gets worse. <laughs> just reading through the notes here, I've, I've gone fat. He's holding the belt. I've wrote, fuck me, this is dire. <laughs> and then Hogan says, the Taskmaster, we're on to the Taskmaster now. Yeah. So not the Dungeon of Doom. The Taskmaster has tried to destroy Hulkamania. But Hogan hasn't missed a workout yet. Just... They're not even down and out, brother. 
Oh, it's just... We haven't missed a workout yet. You're calling that a workout, Hulk? <laughs> that was a workout. <laughs> I didn't realise it was that easy, Hulk. I'll be your size in no time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Horrific. Good. It is. Horrific. And then Hogan pitches him and the big nasty giant oh, we've got one of those inherent qualities of the giant being laid out to us again big they're going to have a monster truck match again another thing it's hard to describe they, they, it can only be described as a monster truck off right <laughs> wish Hogan a monster truck off monster truck right off <laughs> he's the giant we've seen the giant's truck he's he's he's, he's flattened how have we got this? <laughs> this is what we're describing on a wrestling programme. On a wrestling programme, this is what we're describing. The giant monster truck. Which... We've seen the giant's <laughs> truck. What, what's happened here? We're in the twilight zone. <laughs> We've already seen the giant's <laughs> truck. It shouldn't be something that runs two weeks, should it? It should the pay-per-view is oh, six weeks in advance. It's six weeks down the line. The plug-in in this, the pay-per-view is six weeks down the line. We are going to have weeks of this. Of this fucking truck versus truck bullshit. It's just not a, Has he got a team of mechanics? Has he got <laughs> a team of Well, that's what they say, don't they? I'm gonna have, I'm gonna, he's going to have the biggest truck built. Hogan... <laughs> so the Giants got a vehicle. Hogan doesn't at this stage. Hogan hasn't, according to the storyline. Hogan hasn't. But he's going to get the biggest one. Bischoff says he has it on good authority that Hogan's going to have the biggest truck built you've ever seen. They're going to do it in, in five weeks. They're going to build the biggest truck you've ever seen in five weeks. I don't know how long it takes to build a monster. I don't know. <laughs> but I suspect the, the biggest one on record oh. to build it in five weeks is some going. It does seem like it. And, and Bischoff says that it's going to be... He's he heard... Who's he talking to? He's heard that the team that build Gravedigger, who I know from Monster Truck Madness, Jim, which incidentally could be the title of this episode... Is a, is a famous monster truck. Goes, it, I, I don't know if they can. Okay, right, right. But Grave Digger, the team that built Grave Digger, the masterminds behind Grave Digger, the master, the very same, are going to build Hogan's monster truck, which he's going to use in his own words. He's going to use the the the, the Grave Digger inspired uh, monster <laughs> truck. He's going to use that to drag the giant's truck all around the arena just to embarrass him. <laughs> Feels like a I mean, lot he shouldn't be embarrassed just for getting involved in this whole thing. You don't have to drag his truck around, <laughs> no, mate. No. <laughs> You've already embarrassed him by being involved in this fucking oh. program, by making him be involved in this program. You've already shown him up enough. I mean, I'm embarrassed, <laughs> and I'm watching it twenty years in the future. <laughs> and then you know, if that was the end of it. After he's embarrassed him, dragging him around the arena in this monster truck, he's then he's going to give him what he really wants. Why? <laughs> What motivation? He's put you. He's tried to murder you in the uh, the war games <laughs> match. He's tried to kill you. He's tried to physically rip your head off your shoulders. Try to kill you by running you over on your motorcycle. And he's tried to kill you. And he's running you over your monster truck. Two counts of homicide. Are you? <laughs> <laughs> Two counts of attempted murder. All all taped. Irrefutable evidence. Yeah. <laughs> Not a jury and, in the land. And the segments before where he's planning to do it. He it's premeditated. It's going to be on death row. Not even Clarence week. Thomas, who got the belt, the tag belts back on Yokozuna. Even he could. And Ornart could not. He could not get the giant out of this mess. Oh, man. But then, Hogan's going to give him what he really wants. He's going to put the WC title on the line at the next pay-per-view. The WCW title will be up for grabs. Why? But, it, but, all, but again, this... Idiocy. This total idiocy... But it means that the monster... I can't even be saying this. It means that the monster truck match is totally inconsequential because whatever <laughs> is happened... Is it the monster truck match? <laughs> it's inconsequential. Yeah. <laughs> whatever, however good a job the Grave Digger crew do, <laughs> Giant gets a title match in any case. Guess it regardless. So what's the point? So Hogan's going to obviously win the monster truck match. Of course he is. Yeah. <laughs> but he's also going to win the title match. Because he wants to play all of this. It's absolute drivel. What is the point? It's expensive drivel. That's what it is. And they couldn't change the titles. They couldn't change the titles for fucking weeks. <laughs> so they can shut up. Well, now we know why. <laughs> they've, been, they've been in the garage welding. All the resources have gone into flipping <laughs> aluminium tubes. <laughs> 
Deary me. <laughs> Do you know how much a monster truck tyre costs, Jim? No wonder Vader was on the music. <laughs> on the music. On the titles. Deary me. This was absolutely horrendous. Oh, absolutely shite. Um, but yeah, none of it makes sense. He's, uh, I'll give you what you really want, the title match at the next pay-per-view. He then says, and when you accept the challenge, if you do, which you haven't done yet, I'm going to put you in your place, brother. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's bad, isn't he? So he's going to do this in the title match or before, I don't know. And why Hogan is voluntarily rewarding the guy who tried to murder him in the title match again, <laughs> I don't know. None of this makes sense. Yeah. But before this rest of the match takes place, they're going to have this fucking truck match. match. None of it makes sense. And he's less coherent than Macho Man. And from there, we move on. We're treated to a wrestling clinic, Lucha Libre-style, beautiful, fast-paced, rope-running, flipping and leapfrogging off one another. Sunset flips reverse fest, and we go picture in picture, and then cut away oh, fully my God. to Hulk Hogan arriving with Jimmy Hart. For fuck's sake. What Come on, lads, what not now. Not now. <laughs> what have they done here? It's horrific. Like, so, I'll, I'll, dear listener, I'll have to describe what happens in this cutaway. <laughs> Hulk shoots down Jimmy Hart's protestations that he's injured, he's back with his neck brace. Jimmy Hart's jacket? What's his jacket? <laughs> What's he doing? He's like the super fan of Alan Partridge. What the fuck's he doing? <laughs> he's got a full... What do you want to describe <laughs> He's wearing this. So <laughs> he's, wearing... he's in the arena by himself, isn't he? He's not even with Hogan. Hogan no, comes separately. Hogan arrives separately. <laughs> and waiting, he... walking around the car park, <laughs> waiting for Hulk to arrive. The implication is he's dressed like this to leave the house. <laughs> it's a fucking what is it like? Red and yellow he's jacket. Got, he's got a red and yellow, yeah, blazer. Yeah, blazer. <laughs> but on the back, <laughs> Hogan's full face is on the back, and he's, he's wearing it. And there's no like reference to it. There's like, hey, look at this. <laughs> She's like, no, I he's, got, he's got a mural of Hulk's <laughs> face on, on his back. Oh, man. Oh, Not oh. an eyelid is batted. <laughs> Hulk calls Hart his best friend. <laughs> <laughs> at this big style. How absurd. <laughs> Jimmy, oh, let me tell you something. You're my best friend. <laughs> <laughs> because no one else wears back mural. He's crying. He's crying. He genuinely made me laugh. Jimmy Hart, you're my best oh friend. My I feel sorry for Hulk now. I mean, it's no slight on Jimmy Hart. Look at Jimmy Hart. But you're Hulk and sagging around with this aged man. <laughs> Who wears Alan Partridge's super fan? And it wasn't even prompted. It wasn't like Jimmy Hart said. Now, Hulk, have you seen me jacket? Now, Hulk, you'd probably say, wouldn't you, that I'm probably your best friend, yeah? <laughs> Hulk, who's your best friend? I mean, just, Hulk just offers it up. What does that tell you about Hulk as well? If you're a complete and total fucking sycophant. <laughs> I know, yeah. <laughs> you're gonna be... He's going to love you. Hulk calls Hart his best friend. <laughs> <laughs> We're never getting it. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Oh, it's too funny. Right. right, come on, get together, get together. We'll be here all night. Hulk calls Hart his best friend, but says he's gonna put an end to Giants shenanigans. Then asks Hart, his best friend, remember, whether he's with him or again. <laughs> oh Jim. <laughs> I had it. Expecting the second time, I was expecting it. The first. Well, I need it because it's the point. Yeah, 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 yeah. Go on, right, because right. you, you wouldn't ask it. Your supposed best friend, <laughs> yeah, of course, of course. Of course, it's your best friend. Go to last Then Hulk asks Hart, his best friend, remember whether he's with him or against him. Of course, he's with you. <laughs> He's my best fucking friend. <laughs> then Hulk, I'm not the big picture now. Ha! <laughs> Bollocks, you're not. <laughs> it's all about the little Hulksters. And if it wipes me out, then so be it. They'll carry on for me. God, this lad needs oh. to turn heel fucking pronto. 
Hulk says, Giants must be in the back, brother. I thought Combs told us that Hulk was causing chaos in the back on his way to the ring, so surely you'd have seen Giants. I mean, Giants surely fairly conspicuous. It's come straight from the back, yeah. This is it, and you know, but Hulk was going around there like a bloody Tasmanian devil, but in spite of that fact, he hasn't seen the Giants, so Giant, you know, how he's missed him, I don't know. But a big arena. <laughs> Fair. So Hulk heads to the back, but not before going around all of the crowd the wrong way, high-fiving them. Yeah. Why would you do that if you, you know... He was, was so... He was so Amped you know, it's a belly up to the bar. To, yeah, belly, belly up, up to the, to the bar. bar. Absolutely. What the fuck is that? Even not, not he, he was so so keen to get back <laughs> yeah. there, chopping that bit to, to Wasn't he just face down that. What he keeps calling the big stinky big giant. Stinky he was, giant. Oh, he was so keen to get back there. He had to do a lap of the ring first. Lap of the ring. The wrong way around the ring. Going. What is this? He's going the long way around, taking the scenic route. Why the hell would he do that? Oh, he's been hit in the face by some powder. <laughs> that was why he was taking the scenic well, who route. Who hit him in the face with the powder? Well, Jim, according to Mean Jim, still on the mic live to the arena, it's a woman I've with a down, cane. I've got down Mother Teresa. It was, it was. <laughs> it did look. It's just. It was it's, Mother Teresa costume. It, it's clearly a bloke with a shawl, right? And it's clearly the taskmaster with a shawl. Let's not beat around the bush, Mongo. This is what makes the WCW Nitro so exciting, baby. <sighs> so this is the face commentator. He's the face. Mongo's the face commentator. Supposedly, this is the face commentator. Supposedly, going going wild. Really excited about the fact that. You know the top, the top, the top face of the whole show is uh, has been attacked by an old woman with a cane. An old woman with a cane who's now jumped the rail. He's now jumped the rail and is pounded him with said cane. Yes, you should be heart as well, didn't he? No, no, Hogan's best friend took, took a shot with a cane. Yeah, what he a took day. the first shot. I know, he did, I know. <laughs> On the way to Hogan. He did. He what a day, Art's had here. I tried to get away, so he's his best friend. And, uh, and, if, and in Art's defence, if Hogan had listened to him, none of this would be happening. <laughs> <laughs> so much for best friend behaviour, right? Oh dear. Anyway, Heenan, that's no woman, that's Norman Bates. Enter the giant and the Zebrodiac team. Zebrodiac's back. Giant takes Hulk's neck brace off and snaps his neck again. Again, looks sort of all right. Not quite as good as it did last time, but kayfabe breaking, as we've discussed before, it'd kill him. Then Taskmaster, and I can't believe I'm saying this, Jim, gets out some barber's hair clippers, surely a job for Zebrutus the Barber Zodiac, (laughs) and shaves Hogan's tash. Well, (laughs) kind (laughs) of. Honestly, how bad is this? What? It takes an age for him to do it, right? And it's really tough going, and the hair clearly keeps going in Hogan's <laughs> mouth. So he keeps blowing it out, pretending he's sort of going, Phew. He's meant to be no doubt. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, he's blowing, but he's blowing hair out of his mouth. You can't even fucking sell it properly. This is horrendous. Anyway, the last we see of it, and he ends up with a dyed blonde Hitler tash. It's his best. It's his best. It's <laughs> <laughs> the best thing that the Taskmaster can do. And we cut to a monochrome Hulk Hogan promo in front of a monochrome green screen background with Hulk's logo on it. He's there with belt holder and best friend and confident who must keep stum Jimmy Hart. He's in <laughs> he's all... He's added another title to hasn't he? So he's, he's, he's introduced as best friend, confidant, and, then, and then now he's guard, guarder of the WCW title. He's, I know, guarder. It's like King Jong-un, he gets another fucking Marvel <laughs> decorated on it every yeah. decoration every time. Hulk's still in all black and still sporting his neck brace. We get a standard Hogan promo like we always get, except he started to use the phrase Hulkamanioids. Hulkamanioids? Hulkamanioids. So is he, he's, he's ditched Hulkamaniacs? Uh, for now, apparently, yes. No idea why. But if I play on a... Hemorrhoids, maybe? <laughs> Could be, yeah. He, oh. he has turned to heel. Yes. fans hanging out with his ass. <laughs> oh, clever. Like it. There maybe. you go. Very good. Uh, and Hulk tells us that because of his black attire, everybody knows that the evil inside him is real. Fucking hell, he's like a, he's like a fucking emo teenager, isn't he? Um, <laughs> he then calls himself Don Corleone. I bloody bet WCW is run like a fucking mafia at this stage. Anyway, has, has this not been an admission though? An admission that the Taskmaster has won if he if he's unleashing this evil inside of him. It's true. Isn't this, isn't this the Taskmaster's great scheme? And and he's admitting the evil inside him is real. He's he's there. He's totally admitting it. Do you know what I mean? He's oh well, this, this could get us out of the fucking monstrosity of the monster truck match. Well, it's happened. 
Get in. It's happening. <laughs> if only we'd been there at the time. Oh, fucking hell. Awful. Hook then says, uh, Giant tried to crack his back. That was nice of him. Maybe I've gotten Giant all wrong. Chiropractor. <laughs> oh, no, he meant neck. He meant neck, as he then goes on to say. Hulk throws to Jimmy Hart. Oh, he's allowed to speak now, is he? Hart says he's worried as Hulk breathes so heavily, it sounds like he's doing something he shouldn't be on TV. Hands where I can see him, Hulk. Hart's instantly told to shut up by Hulk, telling him he needs to stay out of this. Well, why did you ask him? <laughs> I'm not sure Hulk's had a best friend before, Jim. No, I just know I do. He, he, he also, every time, he also always refers to him as Jimmy Hart. So if he was his best friend, it would be yeah. Jimmy, wouldn't it? Yeah, or it would be Hearty. Yeah. Or maybe, you know, any, any, you know, any kind of name he had for him. Jimmy Hart, but full name every, every time. time. Jimmy Hart. Your turn to speak, Jimmy Hart. No, Jimmy Hart, you shut up, Jimmy Hart. You let me talk now, Jimmy Hart. It's my turn now, Jimmy Hart. Restore that belt, Jimmy Hart. <laughs> Hulk says the Bigfoot people are struggling to get it built in time. Not the monster for that is. Yeah, he meant crafting it, didn't he? Yeah, I know he did. How much did he fuck this up? Crack this back, the giant. He hadn't done that. He's yeah. he a chiropractor. He's no. trying to kill you here. And then he's done this. He's all out of kilter now. He's dressed in black, Jim. I think that's the, I think that's the main issue here. Jim, it's the Tash. Is there, the loss of the Tash. <laughs> it's the Tash. Sorry, you're right. It is the Samson Tash. You were right last you week. Think? Best prop in the world, Tash. <laughs> oh, anyway, enough of that gubbin. Hogan's out he gets the full entrance he's got his best friend don't know if I can handle it though like you say Liam it's very training it's very training needed something longer between these promos oh didn't they Hogan starts out as he always does he's screaming and shouting and behaving in a way that no normal person ever would Um, he stood side onto the camera, so his yeah, left weird. arm yeah. is like visible. It's it's the colour of a of a really well done roast chicken. Rotisserie style bicep. He's golden brown, miles darker than his boat race. <laughs> Clear distinction to the two. This two isn't shades. just any roast chicken. This is Hulk Hogan <laughs> on holiday roast chicken. Oh. Um, Hogan starts uh, verbal diarrhea and a lot of things doesn't make any sense the gist is he's not scared of the dungeon of doom with or without the yeti <laughs> he doesn't know what oh, it is man. yet how can he say that uh, well yeah no he does he says the yeti he does, yeah. He does know. He, he, this is where it's like getting confusing. Yeah. Bischoff didn't know what was inside, but Hogan did, and Hogan said the Yeti. Hogan oh definitely God. mentioned it. I thought it had just been pronounced incorrectly, and then once Hulk Hogan went with the Yeti line again, that's, then that's what we're calling yeah, it now. That's what we're calling it, yeah. But how did um, he know is the point, Jim? Yeah, fair enough. It's 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 clearly been... Bischoff has hammed it up, pretending he's not knowing what's going on, but <laughs> Hogan's had none of that. The omnipotent Hulk. <laughs> <laughs> Hogan then goes on to say that people are asking him what he's going to do with his black. I, I, I have no idea what's going on. We're jumping all over the place. Hogan is a, yeah. He's, he's, people are asking him what he's going to do with his black gear. He says, he's, asking him he's asking him what he's doing with his T-shirt. But apparently a lot of people are. It's a big, it's a burning question. Hogan and the Sith Lord have definitely been on the piss before this, haven't they? <laughs> They've stumbled out of the local bar. Hulk's just met a bloke in a bar yeah. and he said, mate, I can get you on Nitro, right? Put this robe on. Can you get up in the rafters? <laughs> I, I, I doubt it, but try. Ten, bud, ten Budweiser's deep. Right, let's go. It was absolutely bonkers. Cobblers. Yeah, he says he might keep the, the black gear because after everyone has seen what he's going to do to the giant, oh. then everyone will know what a man with black gloves on and a black rag on his head is capable of doing. I've put that in verbatim, but again, I, like reading it out loud, that doesn't make sense, does it? Is, was that, was that a reference to the OJ trial? This is why I initially assumed. Ah, but, I see. Oh, Mac. I mean, that's worse if it is. <laughs> but does he also, when he says talking about keeping the clothes, does, does Hulk think that when you take something off, you have to bin it? <laughs> like, yeah. what, 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 what are you going to do with that when you start wearing it Hulk? Well, I put it in the drawers. Fold it up, put it in the drawers. You're talking about you moron. So we 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 go from the entertainment, you know, and the the excitement of the uh, the tag match, straight into, you know, what we've been waiting for, you know. 
when when the monster becomes the machine or whatever it's called, the man becomes the monster. I lost track of it because it's that pathetic and it's been built up for what seems like a decade. We are finally oh, here. Man. We are finally going to see the monster truck off. Well, we're up on the roof of this fucking mega building, lit up by massive, like, outdoor stage lights aren't we right into this into this giant sumo circle where we see which answered my question of last week yes we are going to see the giant in a flame retardant suit (laughs) (laughs) which says the giant on the back who did the embroidery where did he what tailor did he go to does it do they accept beans as payment nobody knows but he's there he's in this fucking we see his monster truck which is you know uh, it's like a skull or something, isn't it? Or with the Dungeon of Doom's logo <laughs> on the side again. Where who who sent him the art files for that? As the master got that, he's like on his on his Mac. He just sent it through <laughs> to the painters. And then on the other one, we've got fucking Hulk Hogan with the with the championship belt on the front of his fucking monster truck with his giant fucking rotisserie chicken arms over the side of it. The front. Yeah, you get the roast chicken. The roast chicken biceps are on show. <laughs> and then we get a rundown of the rules. And the rundown of the Hogan rules. Hogan asks for the rules. Um, <laughs> what are the rules? Is it, you, you, you Why, have you Why have you waited yeah, till you now? Right? It, the keys in the ignition. You're asking for the fucking rules. <laughs> Get them checked out first. Anyways, part of these rules, this referee, this monster truck referee, badly explains what these rules are. We can't hear it, so back on comms. <laughs> we have to have that filled in. By the way, Bischoff's at this point, out, my favourite commentator... Eric Bischoff is on comms for this debacle. Why, why was that? I dare say Bischoff wanted oh. his fingerprints yeah, all over it, didn't he? Yeah, of course he did. What about uh, oh, his associate Bob Chandler? <laughs> <laughs> the expert. Sorry, the expert. He built Hogan Struck. Who is flat as a pancake. Oh, yeah, uh, Tell us something exciting about these trucks, Bob. Well, there's like, they've got 1,500 Yeah, he, he, he wants yeah, to know the, the horsepower, doesn't he? Yeah, I was, they're talking <laughs> about horsepower, they're talking about torque, they're talking about body modification. <laughs> what wrestling fan wants to know about the fucking torque <laughs> no. on these monster trucks? But then we cut back to the roof and they're welding the two monster trucks together. Yeah. What the hell is this? What do you mean welding the two monster trucks yeah. together? So we're not even going to have them like Destruction Derby that's style crashing into exactly one another. That's what I was like, expecting. I didn't expect them to yeah. just be attached together. Yeah, they spent most of the show talking about how one of them was going to push the other one off the roof, and I was like, well, it's not possible. So we get this fucking welding, Hulk in, in his all black because he's, he's turned evil. His truck hasn't gone black, though. His truck yeah. is still in the fucking... They'd already had the brief for that thing. It'd be well <laughs> yeah. in the workshop being made. The paint scheme's already... I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Hulk, yeah. I missed phone that. Call, phone call came colours. through. Right, lads, can I have a new spray, <laughs> spray for that? I've, got, I've gone evil. No, mate. <laughs> Around this sumo ring that these trucks have to be pushed out of, the entirety of the truck, both axles, must be pushed out, though not too far because then you'll go out yourself. Around this, this ring have been placed at random places two explosive charges. <laughs> no reason's given. <laughs> no, no, no explanation as to how... Yeah. Landmines, right? We've got landmines placed at two random yeah. points, right? When these charges are discussed with expert Bob, um, he says that... Um, if any of these charges get anywhere near the fuel lines, that's it. They're gone. They're blown up. Which surely means that because these two things are fused together with molten metal, the other one will blow up too. So this is this is just looking even more risky by the second for both participants. The the machine becomes the man. Isn't going to happen if one of these fuel lines go. That's as, that's as fucking written off. No wonder the, the card was subject to change. They're putting fucking landmines yeah. around the place. No wonder it was. So we've got a, a high chance of of, of one of the well, both trucks exploding. Of death. High chance and of death. And they're on the top yeah, of the building as well. <laughs> All these ridiculous things. We're going to have a monster truck match. There's going to be explosives. We're going to push each other off the roof. We're going to kill each other. They've kind of, like, obviously, because everyone knows none of that's going to happen. So, like, like do you know what I mean? They've <laughs> given themselves nowhere to go with it after they've given yeah, they've built no, like, too much, haven't they? Yeah. They've oversold it. Massively, massively. They could never deliver on all this to the promise. Couldn't. Of course they couldn't. And then the match starts, right? We watch. I didn't time it. Uh, it, fe- it felt like hours five, though of- five, I think it was five minutes I, I, yeah I, it was it was about, about five minutes it did feel it, did, it watched- did feel longer though I agree didn't it right we watched okay five minutes that felt like an age yeah. of these two of a close up of these two men who by the way have co-pilots They've got co-pilots. So if anyone gets pushed off, if anything gets blown up, these two are poor souls who are probably most likely doing the actual driving, but we never see it, are also in the cars with them. And then we just watch close-ups of Hulk and Giant sort of slightly turning the wheel and grimacing 
for five. How does he go back and watch watch the uh, the parts that cut when they're inside the uh, the trucks and they're the same? It's just on a loop. I think they just like no. Honestly, they just reuse the same. Fucking... Hulk, Hulk changes a gear, Jesus. and then the giant like <laughs> turns the steering wheel. It's the same. It's the same shot over and over right. again. I'm pretty sure of it. So we get back and forth, don't we, for, for what seems like oh, aeons, so and then Hulk's gonna win for a bit, and then Giant's gonna win for a bit, and then Giant pushes Hulk out, and he hits the barrier at the end, and I'm going, oh, here we go, but no, both axles, which apparently, uh, I wasn't aware that was part of the rules, but I'm sure it was explained that I wasn't listening, need to be pushed out for it to be a win, doesn't happen, and then inevitably, back and forth we go, until Hogan just pushes Giant out, and but before he does that, right, we're in our, we must be in the fifth solid minute of this, just two trucks welded together going, and reverse tug of war in it, right? That's all it yeah, is, it right? With wheel spin and these things. Shocking. And at this point, I'm thinking, this really, really isn't exciting telly. At which point, Bobby the Brain Heenan, who's obviously been prodded by Bishop, says, this is exciting! Like, he's really trying to convince us <laughs> Bobby, yeah, that it is. He's fallen, he's fallen <laughs> and asleep and Bishop has, like, just kicked him and he's just woken up instinctively. <laughs> this is exciting! It's not yes, Bobby. You've clearly not watched the previous really four isn't. minutes. So after Hogan has finally pushed Giant out, inevitably... Both men disembark their monster trucks. That's it. That's, that's the end of the monster truck. Monster truck madness has ceased. Giant slowly walks right the way around to confront Hogan face to face now. We then get a really badly choreographed battle oh, where both men kind of grab each other's necks and uh, Giant uh, gets... A, there's a couple of punches are exchanged The Giant badly. Like chokes him but then allows Hulk Hogan to step up carefully to the ledge. EastEnders Christmas special type stuff. Oh, it this, really wasn't it? was that sort of yeah. stuff, including the culmination, the the climax of this thing, the crescendo of the monster truck madness. Damp squib is Hulk with being held by Giant, who then lets him get side side yeah. on, breaks the double arm chokehold by bringing his arms up judo style to <laughs> swing him inside out and over the top. In doing so. He accidentally sends Giant tumbling over. Oh. <laughs> and Giant does a full, like, like you know, like he's launching no, into the he, he back look, butterfly. He looks stroke. like he's buffering. He, <laughs> he, was on that, he was on that ledge for so long. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I was expecting the little buffering wheel to pop up on the uh, the network. I was like, this surely can't take this long. You're like, you should be falling much quick, quicker off that building. <laughs> he goes, whoa! And he gets a big giant scream out as he goes and goes back off the roof. Can you believe it? And of course we can't. We cut back to comms and the lads are like, this is, this is as, as sullen and as grave as they can possibly sound. They have just witnessed a death is how they sell it. They're, they are as morbid and as morose as you can possibly imagine. Best bit about this for me is uh, when they go back to the arena and we've got the, you know, the, the, the fake, uh, you know, solemn and like, oh, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? Like everyone's, yeah. uh, like Bischoff is really going to town on the... The whole there's been a death type situation. <laughs> I the, 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 there's been a married yeah. <laughs> Right in between, so you've still got Hayden there. In the middle, you've still got uh, Bob Chandler, the yeah, truck guy. And no he, change in his expression, is he? He's just still no, sat there, just really calm. He's still sat around in the kind of it's going on around him, and then he's kind of just still there. Why he's still there? And then he goes, <laughs> and he just out of nowhere, goes, What do we do now? <laughs> and I, said, uh, I imagine you fuck off home, mate. Never be seen again. I imagine this is you done, Bob. <laughs> Why are you still here, Bob? If, if we go back to the the, uh, the insurance policy here, I mean, they've, they've taken out the wrong policy here, haven't they? If there's a, if there's a, they should have taken out the uh, the life insurance policy. If there's a chance of <laughs> of people falling off buildings, because that that's that's much more practical than than, no. than the Yeti. <laughs> Big head giant's family could do nothing with a yeti, can they really? Exactly, He's not used yeah. to him. That's it. Yeah. yeah. You can imagine the yeti yeah. being sent through the post. Here you go. Here's your, your compensation. <laughs> Sorry for your loss. It is a yeti. Outrageous. <laughs> oh, we get the introduction of the insurance policy. It's it's here. It's Fuck at the Joe hell. Lewis uh, Arena. <laughs> And, and we right. were right at the uh, at the end of night show when we said it, it wasn't uh, a Sasquatch type figure. It, it, it is a mummy. We know that. Yeah. yeah it is. So he's, he's donned himself out in some toilet paper. You know, he's <laughs> and he's on his way down to the ring. But to be fair, he, he does look. He, he looks quite intimidating. If, if he'd gone, if he'd, yeah, if he'd done it properly, then yeah, that it yeah. would have been quite impressive because he, he just steps over the steps over the rope like giant like. <laughs> 
Um, and then approaches Hulk Hogan, who's still still in the bear hug. That's still going on. Giant's still got him in and the And then grass. the Yeti, which I can only describe as, he's, he's, he proceeds to dry hump Hulk Hogan, it looks <laughs> like it, because he's definitely not putting another bear hug on him. So the insurance policy, it seems, was if at any point, Yeti, you see me, the Giant, struggling to bear hug Hogan, you come out and you help me hug him. Yeah, and you, 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 you make a Hulk Hogan sandwich. You, you, you go to the side. <laughs> we move on from there to the to a Hulk Hogan promo. Oh and, God, uh, I've I, I've seen some bad ideas on Nitro in these this short period of time we've been watching. <laughs> and I, de- I dare say, I dare say, they'll never ever top the Yeti. But if <laughs> the bar wasn't lower than a fucking snake's ball bag, then this would surely have been, this would surely have been the worst thing they've ever done. Aces up there. What yeah, is this supposed there. to be? Has anyone got any ideas here? Not a clue. Yeah, not not a, a clue. clue. I haven't got a clue what this is about. We've got, like, we've got some bloke with a really dirty beard and he's dressed as though he's part of some Arabian security detail. <laughs> with like, what are they... <laughs> Like he's, all he's missing is his curved sword, which the police have probably took off him, and he's got rollerblades on. <laughs> Classic combination. And he, and he, and he's he's singing an ode to Hulk Hogan. He's got a guitar in his hand. Let, let's just start with that, right? Oh, sorry, yeah, yeah, sorry, I missed that. And then Hogan is sat on the back of a truck with Macho Man. Mm-hmm. Uh, Macho's donned his own black threads. He's all, he's all black yeah. as well. Yeah. Yep, and Hogan is still wearing black, so now yeah. there's some kind of, you know, the, the, they're now doing this, we both wear black gimmick. Hogan tells us he has replaced Jimmy Hart with a guy sat in between them. There's a guy sat between Macho and Hogan, and this guy has assumed the role of Hogan's best friend, uh, <laughs> confidant, all these things, who looks for certain, looks for all the world, he's got a really bad case of sunstroke, this guy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. At least, at least that's that's the least he's you know. Correct. I thought this was this was supposed to be a or was in actuality. I don't know if he's an actor or not. A homeless man. I thought that was the crack. Right? Yeah. So oh yeah. I mean, it's it almost certainly was homeless. There's no way he's got a home now. While he's spouting this stuff, the bloke, uh, the Arabian security guard, is he is <laughs> still playing his guitar during the promo, and it's making this absolute <laughs> felt really hard to hear. But I've noticed that down. probably a felt. good thing. Yeah, you're it's right. probably for yeah. the best. Um, Hogan explains to us that he wants Macho to join forces with him on the dark side. Um, Macho has a plan that differs slightly. So, and then uh, I don't know what he was saying. And the man who's yeah. afflicted by either sunstroke or hard drugs, he's making incoherent noises as Macho Man speaks. So presumably agreeing with him. And then again, I'm not sure what the end result of the discussion was, but Hogan seems no. pleased with the outcome. I don't think this homeless person genuinely knows if those two people are like next to him or the part of his you know, <laughs> hallucination. Yeah. I'm pretty confident that this guy has seen Hulk Hogan and Macho Man on numerous occasions that, 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 <laughs> that, that, that week. You know, so this is just another chapter to this his. This is business you know, as usual for him. This is business as usual for him. It's just right? a Wednesday afternoon for this. Yeah, man. that's what I mean. I, I, can't, I can't believe WCW have said like, yeah, let's go with this guy. You know, let's shoot this. <laughs> Shoot all this, we'll oh, put this is, on our yeah, international incredible. broadcast. Unbelievable. No, incredible. Um, it just, and then it finishes when we go back to the studio, but Hogan, he makes no mention of last time we seen him getting flattened by a Yeti on paper. I think that's no. something... I mean, I, I can, I'm all for them trying to sweep that fucking unsavoury incident. <laughs> so, yeah. Strap it to a rocket and fire it into the sun. I'm all for that, right? But that's exactly what I would have advised. I would have advised exactly that. But, <laughs> do you not think... Oh, Never speak of this again. <laughs> We head to the ring for some superb wrestling action. No, of course we don't. We instead fade into what looks like a set from Maid Marion and her Merry Men from CBBC, where we see a stone cross in a kind of cave, I think. As the camera zooms out, we hear the deep baritone groan of a man with a hangover trying to remember which puppy left his shoes in the night before. Yeah, he sounds injured here, doesn't he? <laughs> he's like, he's like, this starts off, I thought he was injured. I know. <sighs> Breathing. Yeah. Coming, from the, coming from the treatment table. 
Oh, the camera continues the slow zoom and we're met with the sight of Hulk Hogan who's gone all discount Zorro on us. He's wearing a black Phantom of the Opera style mask with streaks of black face paint on his chin and neck and a black cloak with a hood and he has a broadsword. I don't... What were your thoughts to this, this paint on his face? I can't believe this. Whatever he was taking with that lad's finished beats last week, he <laughs> too much of it, hadn't he? Yeah, yeah, he's been on the spice or something. He's clearly got hooked on it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh, he's been man. left with some crayons th- in the afternoon. <laughs> Decided to draw a beard or got bored halfway through. He cuts a terrible promo about how the training, the prayers and the vitamins are immortal <laughs> and will live yeah. forever, and that's why the Dungeon of Doom is scared of him. <laughs> And that Macho Man, his brother of the road, apparently, will bring him the head of Meng on a silver platter, brother. Again, I don't know. Does he say that enough? I'm not sure. He doesn't... <laughs> he got a talking point. I mean, he might only drop it in once. I don't think that's enough times. I would, I'd be looking for at least three or four times. Can you mention it? You're going to oh. bring Meng's head on a silver platter. It's, it, it's like he's got it written on the back of his broadsword, and that's the only line he keeps coming out with. <laughs> it goes on for far too long, this, and it's full of, like, weird botches. <laughs> one, had, one had me in tears. So he's addressing Macho Man and trying to tell him what he's trying to say. He's trying to instruct him in a kind of theatrical way to move fast, move swift, and bring me the head of Meng, which obviously he <laughs> will do. But instead... <laughs> but instead... Why but has he gone into, like, all Henry VIII this week, like, <laughs> demanding a beheading? <laughs> oh. So he tries to say, move fast, move swift, and bring me the head of Meng. But instead... <laughs> he's... God, but instead he says, <laughs> <laughs> but instead he says, fuck, hang on, but instead he says, moose fast. <laughs> oh, what a joker. Oh. What a joker. Hang on. Oh, fuck. I was oh, crying watching this. I knew it'd be so hard. But instead he says, moose fast. Moose swift. Hang on. <laughs> he says moose fast move swift and, and that about sums this cobblers up fucking hell back from this short break and Hogan's music hits it, we cut to the edit with the lights going and the pyro's firing up can only mean one thing here comes Macho Man Randy <laughs> Yep To Hogan's uh, music Unbelievable He's coming did you um, So Macho He stood there He's got his dark side Macho get up on Arms in a sling yeah. Is it really her? Or is he just stringing us along? Oh, I don't know I can't imagine <laughs> I begin to think um, He certainly doesn't seem Too upset about it though As he stands for ages Gesturing <laughs> Beckoning Hogan To come out To emerge from behind the curtain He's there for an awful long time Doing this And at this point I'm thinking Fuck how long Is this entrance Going to go on for And then I check the time Remaining on the show And I see there's a full (laughs) 14 minutes left on the clock And then I'm desperate For the entrance to go on So I'm thinking I can't take 14 minutes For a whole match did you clock the sign? There was a, there was a sign that you know I love a, a comedic sign in the crowd. Did you? Oh yeah, you got a sign. The, sign watch. Yeah, yeah. I missed the, the sign watch. Quite, yeah, I didn't see the sign. Yeah. yeah. So so while this was going on, there was a, a sign in the crowd that said, uh, "Sting is a big dog." <laughs> <laughs> so so they got awful promo from the other it's week. Worked. Where Someone's taken it. It's up. worked. It, it, it's it's resonated. It struck a chord with with one viewer. So he, he's uh, he's in Sting's corner here. He, he's backing him up. He's a big dog. It just cracked me up. Sting is I bet that made Sting feel much better about himself. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, mercilessly, the, the entrance fiasco draws to a close not long after with some classic Nitro television. Um, the gesturing from Macho, it was all a decoy. Slippery eel that Macho is, I'm now starting to think they are in a sling might not be an injury after all. <laughs> Hogan emerges through the crowd and he enters the ring behind Sting, but before he does... A bastard. He has a real chew on, doesn't he? Getting over the three he foot eye metal. Cannot do it. Oh, it's painful. It's painful. Kevin Sullivan esque. Yeah, 
he's, he's, he's about six foot nine in the organ or something. Absolutely obscenely large. And he, he could not get over this fucking fence. Could he? No, not as he couldn't do it. Absurd. Yeah. As he is struggling to get over this <laughs> toddler's height barricade, he's um, he's he's wearing his fucking mask from the mid Made to look all the more ridiculous. <laughs> Why has he got that on? No idea. Why have you got that on, on Hulk? Get rid of that. It's, it's weird. <laughs> um, <laughs> he gets in the ring and he does a load of the whole cupping his hands to the crowd all the while wearing the mask and the crowd kind of half cheer for him. And all the while Sting, he's a, he, he pretends to be totally unaware that Hogan is only a couple of metres behind him. All the while, he's just oblivious to it, completely unaware. Oh, buries him, doesn't it? Makes him look like such a moron. Such an absolute utter idiot. Um, the stage is set for the perfect ambush. Here it is, Hogan. You're just going to surely smash him from behind here and then just go into the match with the, on the upper hand. But then Hogan just goes and taps Sting on the shoulder and basically says, Aya, before the square <laughs> off. So can you explain to me what the whole point of him going through the crowd was there, please? <laughs> exactly right, I know. <laughs> ah, the element of surprise. I've surprised you. <laughs> fucking mental. We cut straight to a Mean Gene promo and he's joined by Hulk Hogan, Macho Man and Stink. Hogan informs us that he's joined by his two best friends who have prevented him <laughs> from going all the way over to the dark side. What is it with his best friends? <laughs> right, he was, in a, he, was in a match, he was in a match last week with Stink and he left Macho Man to get beat up by a giant so I hate how he'd how he treat his enemies if these two were his best mates. <laughs> Oh, man. Oh, what a goo. Anyway, <laughs> he, uh, he's, he informs the crowd and the viewers at home that the dark side is over now. And with this, he tosses his black bandana off and his black T-shirt and he reveals the traditional red and yellow. As the camera pans out, Hogan's already wearing his red and yellow pants and boots. <laughs> so they've already seen it. So they, 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 they were not concealed. So the, the crowd would have had a, a really good guess at what was coming terrifying. before Hogan even spoke. So he had, had the black vest on, the black oh, bandana, fantastic. but from the waist down, he had, he had the traditional red and yellow one. Anyway, oh, rather than donate these clothes to the local thrift shop, Sting, <laughs> Sting picks them up straight away, chucks them into a trash can and sets them on fire. <laughs> Settle down, Sting. Settle down. So what the Stinger thinks of, uh, of the, uh, oh, of the evil. We get a, a fantastic reaction from Genie. I don't think this fire was supposed to be uh, as big as, as expected here because yeah, Gene's constantly on pins here. He's, <laughs> he's, casting, he's casting nervous glances over to this fire during the rest of the interview. And it's at this moment we, uh, we briefly catch the top of a crew member's head here who is clearly as concerned as Gene and they're trying to deal with this but we just catch the top of their head in the camera shot that we get. Oh, what a shambles. <laughs> yeah, we're five minutes in. <laughs> oh, wow. wow. <laughs> Best friends, burnt clothing, fire hazards. <laughs> yep. You're, you're up to date here. <laughs> they got this crew member trying to, to deal with this progressively, you know, out of hand fire. Stink extinguishes the flames <laughs> with some water in the end to the relief of me and G. <laughs> and then we get some gems from Hogan here. God. He informs Sting that he wants to be his best friend forever. <laughs> he then informs the audience that Macho Man is not injured and this was all part of the plan. Okay, and he's, he's got a piece of paper he's hand at this point, and he keeps referring to this as the rag sheet. Okay, he said, he, he said, he said the rag sheets don't have a clue, and it's a dinosaur compared to the internet, as the internet has got the scoops. He's putting the internet over. want to be best friends. <laughs> yeah, he wants to be best friends forever. Yeah. Not Savage, though. Savage stood back there as well. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, Take it, I'll leave it with you, Macho Savage always has a place in Hogan's heart. <laughs> Big in the internet up here, back in 95, it's got all the scoops. The only thing uh, Hogan's ever put over. The internet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, there you go. That was a selection of some of the most ridiculous Hogan moments so far. All right, well, before we head off to start tracking down plastic swords, knock-off Zorro masks and moose heads on eBay, don't forget to follow us on Twitter. We're at TMNScores. That's at TMNScores. 
Well, the second year of the Monday Night Scores kicks off with a proper bona fide episode. No more clip show laziness from us for another year, don't panic. As episode 17 is in the can, ready to go, and will be dropping soon, and you will not want to miss it. We've got all the action from the January 8th editions of Raw Nitro, along with a Vince impression forfeit for the ages, and a shocking plot twist may signal the end of the nitpicker's career. What's going to happen? You'll have to tune into episode 17 to find out. Well, for now, all that's left to say is goodbye. So thank you all so much for listening. And until next time, this has been the Monday Night Scores. So then we, and we, as we're getting there... Uh, so then we, and we, as we're getting there... Uh, so then we, and we, as we're getting there... Uh, so then we, and we, as we're getting there... So then we, and we, as we're getting there... So then we, and we, as we're getting there... So then we, and we, as we're getting there... Getting there... Getting there... Riggs, please. <laughs> <laughs>